Welcome to the Gut Podcast. On the paper, autoimmune gastritis, long-term natural history in naive Helicobacter pylori negative patients. Published in paper copy in Gut in January 2023. My name is Dr. Philip Smith, Digital and Education Editor of Gut and Consultant Gastroenterologist at the Royal Liverpool Hospital in Liverpool, United Kingdom. And I extend a very warm welcome to Professor Massimo Ruggia, a pathologist from Padova University and adjunct professor in medicine at the Bella College of Medicine in Houston, Texas. I also welcome Miss Ludovica Brica, a student from Padova University and the youngest researcher involved in this study. Professor Ridge is the senior author in this excellent paper and Ludovica Brica is the second author. Thank you both for joining me today to this podcast. It's great to have you both uh, joining me and congratulations to, to you and your paper. Firstly, could I ask you to explain the background to your study and why researching this area is important? Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Smith. This is a great opportunity given to us. Let me give you some few notes dedicated to non-experts. Gastric cancer ranks among the first five causes of cancer-related deaths. Moreover, we know that the vast majority of gastric cancer patients have experienced specific bacterial infection. It means Helicobacter pylori, which is consistently recognized as first-class carcinogen. Our interest in autoimmune gastritis really started almost 10 years ago, probably something more, solicited by our interest more general in gastric malignancies. Since uh, the previous century, scientific literature has listed autoimmune gastritis among gastric precancerous lesions. In our clinical experience, however, the occurrence of gastric cancer in autoimmune gastritis patients was really, but really an exception. Moreover, there was a discrepancy between the male prevalence of gastric cancer and the consistent autoimmune prevalence among females. Let me ask a question. Was our daily clinical practice a sort of, uh, I would say, misperception? In previous study at our place, we addressed the long-term follow-up of autoimmune gastritis patients, and in this study, we demonstrated that gastric cancer only occurred in patients harboring current or previous Helicobacter pylori infection, which is per se universally recognized as a first-class oncogenetic agent. So the obvious questions were, what is the real autoimmune responsibility in gastric cancer promotion? And second, in autoimmune gastritis patients, is gastric cancer really 
primarily due to the autoimmune disease or is it the result of a coincidental helicobacter pylori comorbidity? So, in cooperation with our gastroenterologist in Padova, we designed a new prospective long-term follow-up study involving only patients who consistently tested negative for previous or even current Helicobacter pylori infection. All the current, even most sophisticated technologies, were applied to exclude any infection of Helicobacter pylori from the most usual serology to the molecular biology detection of Helicobacter pylori DNA in tissue samples obtained from the stomach of our patients. This court of patients was followed up according to a standardized endoscopy and biopsy protocol as currently applied at our university teaching hospital. These are briefly the study aims and our research setting. Thank you so much for that very detailed um, uh, background to your study. So can I ask then, what are the new findings your study has found? Thank you, Dr. Smith. And first of all, I want to thank so much the editorial staff, in particular, Professor Elomar and Dr. Smith, and of course, Professor Ruge, for giving me this opportunity. So as we said, the aim of this long-term follow-up study is to point out the natural history, the histological phenotypes, and the associated cancer risk in patients with autoimmune gastritis, consistently tasted Helicobacter pylori negative, that we named a naive Helicobacter pylori negative subjects. The design of the study involved 211 naive Helicobacter pylori negative patients tasted by serology, histology, and molecular biology with autoimmune gastritis. We well know that autoimmune gastritis has a different incidence according to sex. We found 3.15 females affected against one male affected. These patients were prospectively followed up with pair biopsies, time one versus time two, with a mean followed up time of 7.5 years. And now I'm going to sum up the most important results of our study in eight points. One, autoimmune gastritis is a disease with a significantly higher prevalence among females. Two, in our cohorts, the onset of the disease, or at least the first diagnosis, is significantly different. Males have a mean age of 60 years old, versus females that have a mean age of 54 years old. 3. Only a portion of the stomach is involved, in particular the upper stomach portion, the corpus, whose primary function is the acid production. 4. Almost never autoimmune gastritis goes alone because it is frequently associated with other autoimmune disease. 
Five, it is interesting that the autoimmune attack is extremely selected. In fact, it results in a transformation, technically called metaplasia, of the native acid-secreting mucosa into a new cell's population, histologically similar to the antral mucosa. Six, we demonstrated that this transformation is extremely slow because the lesions have been substantially stable, which means no significant worsening was documented during our long-term follow-up. Seven, due to the decrease of acid production, a specific population of gastric cells proliferates, which results in a significant increased risk of neuroendocrine tumors. Eight, last point, when any previous or current infection of Helicobacter pylori is confidently excluded, originally our study demonstrated that autoimmune gastritis patients do not have any increased risk of the most dangerous gastric malignancies, which means adenocarcinoma. Thank you very much. That was a brilliant summary uh, and overview of your of your study findings. So can I ask now, how might um, your study impact on clinical practice, do you think, in the foreseeable future? This is the best question. I would say we obtained optimistic results about the real responsibility of gastric autoimmunity in gastric carcinogenesis, uh, but at least partially. Among autoimmune gastritis patients, particularly among females, the incidence of thyroid malignancy is likely, but significantly higher than in the general population, as unequivocally documented by numbers of our regional cancer registry, a population-based registry covering 5 million regional residents. As well known, thyroid autoimmunity frequently associated with gastric autoimmunity and such an autoimmunity cancer axis prompts us to activate a thyroid screening in long-standing autoimmune gastritis patients, particularly females. Moreover, we may suppose that more than a single disease is included under the umbrella of gastric autoimmunity and discriminating among autoimmune gastritis subtypes may potentially reveal different cancer risk associated with different autoimmune gastritis subtypes. Thank you. Uh, I, I, I do agree. I think this is a, a really important area in, in the foreseeable future. So can I go on to ask, how might your study impact on research priorities in the foreseeable future? Again, thank you for such a question. A priority, I would say the priority of our research field is to inquire about the newly appearing player 
involved in the carcinogenetic cascade, which means gastric microbiota. The role of gastric microbiota in gastric oncogenesis is still a foggy, confusing issue. It may be either cancer-promoting or cancer-protecting, which supports the well-known notion that any oncogenetic pathway, and gastric cancer is not really an exception, is the ultimate result of a complex multifactorial, multi-step process. You know, discriminating within the spectrum of the potential etiological agents is critical in any strategy for gastric cancer prevention. And you know, as usually, new evidence opens, new panoramas and proposes unexplored territories. In a recent global consensus conference on gastritis constellation, just concluded a few days ago, the International Regain Initiative, both autoimmune gastritis and microbiota were the hottest addressed topics. New data are coming, and so shall we have a dream? More exhaustive, updated information is postponed to further podcasts. Thank you. Well, I, I agree. It's a very exciting area. And so thank you, Professor Rich and Ludovica for doing this podcast today. Congratulations to you and your team and this fantastic paper being published in GUT. And um, to our listeners, hope you've enjoyed the podcast today. If you'd like to read the paper and click on the link underneath this podcast. And please, of course, join us again in the future for more GUT podcasts. Thank you.